Oh, ho, 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 ho. we all know what this means. I have no idea. Neither do I. <laughs> I don't even know where the music's coming from. It just happened. What music? Oh, you're not picking that up? You I know what? No idea what you're talking oh, about. Me either. <laughs> no, this one here was uh was actually requested for us to do and I mean, it's such a great great Christmas movie. It's definitely a fan favorite and I had already toyed with the notion of doing this movie anyway, so the fact that we had a request for it didn't upset me one bit. No, it didn't upset me either. So, uh, listener, if you are listening, Ashley, this one's for you. We are going to bring you the 1989 Christmas Vacation. Nostalgia at its finest. Yep. So, good afternoon, everyone. I am Dutch. I'm Morgan. And this week here, yes, we are doing another Christmas episode. Because we felt that you deserved it. Yeah. I mean, this is the time for giving. And we are giving. We're giving a shitload of Christmas episodes. Yeah. And we're giving the people what they want. Next week, it's going to be white Christmas. You never know. Yeah. No. You never know. No, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> No, this movie is, you and I talked about it when we watched it. They don't do this anymore. I love the intro to this movie because right. it's just a cartoon. And anything that can happen bad to Santa Claus, oh, it's going to happen. Oh, <laughs> this is happening. Yeah, and I feel like it was the same people who did the intro to City Slickers because they had an animated version like or an animated intro. Correct. At the beginning of City Slickers, both of the City Slicker movies. They did. And, and it's, again, it's, you know, anything that could happen that's going to go wrong, oh, it's going wrong. And it's like that was the time where you would actually watch the intro instead of skipping past it because it was, <laughs> it was just as entertaining as the movie. Yes, it is. It is. It's so entertaining. I like the reindeer. How they have this like deadpan expression on their face. <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph's nose is lighting up and then it's like, okay, I guess come change hey, the record. Here we go again. <laughs> hey everyone, fat boy's ready to get picked up. <laughs> so if we continue on this road, do we hit I four? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong movie. Nobody wants to hit I four. <laughs> our, our Florida friends, you know what we're talking you know about. Exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> It's um, I I I love how the beginning starts with a family tradition, but it may not be. It's a little unorthodox. It is well, a little unorthodox. Very unorthodox. I mean, this whole thing doesn't make any sense. It's you know, he says, "Oh, like anybody can go to a Christmas tree lot and buy a Christmas tree." I'm going back to what the forefathers did. Which as, four? I don't know. Yeah. Lincoln. Name two. Harrison. <laughs> uh, Jimmy. Coolidge. And, uh, you know, Bill. They all uh, just, you know, they went out in the forest with their bare hands and nothing else. And, an, yeah, they don't even have an axe. Yeah. Though they have an axe to grind, though. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> Especially with the guy that's tailgating. <laughs> Eat my road, grit liver lips. Oh, God. <laughs> like, what was their end game is my question. I don't know. I... We're just gonna we're just gonna fuck with these city yeah. folk. We're just gonna drive around on random highways and 
tailgate people and then slam on our brakes right when we get in front of them. Let's just see how they react. Yeah. Hopefully there's a big semi hauling trees. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How about a semi? (laughs) What if there were trees? (laughs) I swear it was the same truck that they used in Final Destination. I did tell you that uh, I like the beginning because he's like, hey, kids, look, a deer. And then he flips the guys off. (laughs) But when he gives them the finger, like he's just looking at his finger with such pride. Like, yeah, I did that. Yeah, I'm so like, proud of <laughs> this is the best middle finger I've ever given in my entire life. Right. He doesn't look at the guys in the truck that's passing yeah. by. He looks his, <laughs> at his middle finger almost like it was a surprise. Like, so great. <laughs> how'd that get there? <laughs> oh, that's, my. That, that's nice. <laughs> this finger's got a mind of its own. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do like, uh, as the semi is driving by, he's like, well, I'm just going to, it's like, I'll get around this egg timer. It's like, burn some dust here. Eat my the, rubber. Where is the fire, is my <laughs> question. Where? What are they in such a hurry for? Yeah, I don't know. Really got to get these logs to where they're they're going. Clark, <laughs> I don't want to spend the holidays dead. Yeah. And they're I, going through the whole... Uh, but her face is... I mean, I can shut my eyes right now and picture her face right when they're going under the truck and they get under the trees and everything. Right. She's just, <laughs> oh God! Like this she, is how it ends. She has that look of, well, we're all dead. Yep. So, <laughs> it's been fun, kids. <laughs> She's basically accepted her fate. Yep. Uh, hey, kids, it's been real and it's been fun, but it hasn't been real fun. I'm wondering if anybody, and I kind of like to do a poll at, at on this episode that okay. people can respond to, to see if their family ever did the whole we're going to sing Christmas carols in the car and try to get the kids to sing along. You know, I want to know if that's an experience that people had growing up or not. That definitely was not one that we did. And and we did have the family station wagon, by the way. No. But, uh... Shit, no, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe you get your ass whipped doing shit like this. <laughs> Apparently not the Griswolds. You just get your ass tailgated. Take it, Russ. La 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 la. <laughs> fa la 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 la. <laughs> Joy to the world. <laughs> not, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet, Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, throwback. Uh, uh, yep. God, what yes. episode was that? Uh, it must have been episode hundred. I I don't know. It feels like we've done so many. Uh, Maybe like two or three. (laughs) It was one of the early. Yeah, it was very early. Um, Yeah, no, they they wreck into the Christmas tree lot. And I kind of wonder how that that uh, conversation went afterwards. It's like, hey, sorry, we destroyed your sign and your fence. Like, oh, that's okay. You're going to buy a tree. No, no, we're not. No, we're just we're going to park here. So you're not buying a tree? No, no. Not even what are you going to do? Well, we're going to go out into the woods and just get one. So, yeah. When thanks. did you uh, when did you decide all that? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Pretty much when I woke up this morning and said, "Kids, let's go get a tree." Uh, <laughs> I love kung fu. <laughs> Audrey though is funny because you just hear her complaining the whole time, like, "Well, I can't feel my hands." like mom i can't feel my hip 
Clark, Audrey's frozen from the race, waist down. Oh, it's all part of the experience, honey. It really is. <laughs> Suck it up, buttercup. Yep. <laughs> You're in it for the long haul. Oh, and it is a long haul because it looks like they're walking for hours. <laughs> yeah. How about hours? <laughs> and then the, the tree that he finds that has the holy light shining down on it, it's so big. Yeah. And, you know, Russ even tells him, Dad, that thing wouldn't fit in our yard. That tree doesn't even look like it would fit in our neighborhood. No. I mean, this thing is monstrous. It's not going to fit. No, it's not going to fit. We tried to tell him. We tried to tell him. You had this whole thing planned out, and you forget to bring a saw, yeah. though. Audrey, what do you think? <laughs> She'll look at it later, honey. Her eyes are frozen. <laughs> so one thing that I noticed about, about uh, her in the entire movie is... She had some weird thing going on with her eyebrows where it looked like somebody took a comb and just, like, combed them up. <laughs> Didn't you ever notice Yes, that? I did notice. I actually noticed that tonight. It's the first time I ever noticed, and it drove me crazy no, through the I, entire I, movie. No, I see it every time, and it bugs the shit out of me. Yeah. I, I don't know why I've never noticed, because in all honesty, I mean, I'm a, Julie, I'm a Juliette Lewis fan. Like, I, I mean, I love her work. I think she's always doing great, and uh, you know, she's kind of attractive. Nope, she's not ugly. I'm really sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, I just I, I don't know what they were thinking. It's like, you know, you have somebody who's in charge of makeup, makeup and making sure people look camera presentable. Yeah. I, I, it, made me, it made me wonder if this was a conscious decision. Like, we're going to do something different. Yeah, it's almost like doing bad bangs. I don't. Uh, I mean, I don't recall the late '80s to think if that's a style. I don't think that was ever a thing. I think it was just uh, maybe she had unruly eyebrows back then. Maybe yeah. <laughs> his eyebrows are out of control. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I got something for you, Juliet. <laughs> Elmer's. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to glue them straight up on yes. your face. Yes, we are going to use the wood glue. <laughs> You know it's wood glue because of yellow color. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And so, you know, he doesn't have the saw, so they just dig it out, I guess? Yeah, I mean, that's the only way. You got to dig it out. So he didn't have a saw, but he had a fucking shovel? (laughs) I think he did it with his bare hands, man. He has bare hands. Yep. He had to have had. He had to have had bare hands. He was he was using his right to bear arms. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> next time bear bear a saw. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, <laughs> no, nah, it's you what? can't even see. Honestly, ah, tell whoa. you the honestly <laughs> tell you the truth. See now you know Morgan's line. You hear how high his voice got? <laughs> now you see. No, the uh, how much of the windshield the tree was covering? Yes, and how they get it back to the car. I mean, because like I said, it looked like they walked for hours. You know, Audrey you're gonna dragging I mean, that thing back. No, absolutely not. She's probably still frozen up there on the hill where the tree was. And they weren't going to drive the car yeah. all the way there. Well, they couldn't. <laughs> not even a chance. <laughs> Who knows? It's just one of those things you have to accept. Yep. And so finally, they get the tree home and. I think it's funny because you always see these movies where the neighbors are friends with each other and everything. So I'm really glad to see something as wholesome as a Christmas movie 
and the neighbors absolutely hate each other. And it's not even just hating each other. It's like, oh, I don't just hate you, Todd, but I hate you even more, Margot. <laughs> so, it's like, where are you going to put that thing? That thing is way too big. Yeah, <laughs> bend over and I'll show you. You I have a lot of nerve talking, talking to me like that, Griswold. <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't talking, talking to you. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, so. I know. love the fact that it's like, Griswold just messes things up and then it's not with his own just with his own family like he messes the neighbor's yard up their house their bedroom their stereo system yeah not intentionally no but but it's also like I think it's one of those things where you can sit there and go you know I really don't care because I hate those people right so and it makes you I'm glad I destroyed their stereo it makes you wonder like what led up to that like (laughs) there had to have been an initial moment where they realized we are not going to get along ever and they just both kind of accepted it yeah and in a way i kind of want to know what that moment was like what happened exactly like did you run over his cat or something i have a feeling clark and his family already lived there when these two moved in that is a very big possibility because I think it kind of it's it's weird because the house is always different, just like the kids are always different in these movies. And that that always pissed me off. Like, just use the same kids. Well, they, no. Well, it's, it's almost like a live action version of The Simpsons because like The Simpsons never get older at all, but in real life. The kids do get older, so they have to use other kids in the well, next movie. Why, yeah, that's, which is weird because Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo will continue to get older. Right. So what the f? Yeah, and it kind of bounces around everywhere. I mean, you know, for the first movie, it kind of looked like, you know, Russ might have been twelve, thirteen, fourteen, maybe. His voice hadn't changed yet. So yeah, probably eleven, twelve. Maybe 13? Yeah, kind of pushing it right there. And then in the second movie, it looked like he was 15, 16 when they went to Europe. Like he's 15 or 16. And then in wait, Christmas did, vacation. Wait, did he, was Jared Galecki in, or not Jared Galecki, uh, what the hell is his name? Johnny Galecki. Yeah. Was in Christmas vacation, but he looked like he was eight or nine. So it's just like everything's in reverse. Makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, no, none at all. Not even a little. <laughs> well, and then you have uh, uh, Michael something Hall. Damn it. Yeah, uh, I can't think of his name. The blonde kid yeah. from Weird Science. He was yeah. in, he he was in uh, Vegas vacation, right? No, no, no. He was in the first one. He was in the OG. Yeah, that's right. Going a real OG. Something Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony. There. Samsonite. <laughs> For Pete's sake. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, the kids' ages jump around from movie to movie, which is weird. It's almost as if it's not supposed to be the same family. They just happen to have the same name. Yeah, I mean, but they don't live in the same house either in any of the movies. Ever. So it's just, but it does give kind of like a mention like, oh, well, we've been in this house for our entire lives. Like when Clark goes up into the attic. Mm-hmm. To hide the Christmas presents, and he finds that one Mother's Day present from, from like 1983. 1980. Yeah, 
So it's, it's I don't know. It's I know what it is. Stuff that always kind of bothers me about that. I know how there's like the multiverse. <laughs> there's got to be a Griswold multiverse. <laughs> yeah, a Griswold verse. <laughs> it's a grisly show. Um, <laughs> but oh, he gets the tree into the house. Like he could have lopped off a lot more than he did. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, these are only 12 foot ceilings, Clark. At least. The tree's off, 35 feet tall. Cut off enough to put a Christmas star or whatever on the top or yeah. an angel or How whatever. are we going to get the angel on? Oh, it'll fit, honey. We'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, and then uh, some of my other favorite parts of this movie are, uh, I think the next scene, it goes to the shopping when he meets Mary. That's my name. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just... Uh, Blousing, browsing. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I, I love, I mean, God, whoever this actress is, so hot. But that's neither here nor there. But I do love how he gets all flustered. He's like, God, it's just like, I guess it wouldn't be the Christmas season if it wasn't any hooter hotter than they are. It's like, it is warm in here, though. And he grabs the panties off of the counter to wipe his face. Like he thought it was it's, like a washcloth I, I or a guess he thought it was his Kleenex or something from his pocket. He's like, whew, yeah, it is he, hot in here, though. Because then he tries to put it in his non-existent jacket pocket. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, it is hot in here. She says, well, you have your coat on. <laughs> oh, really? How'd that happen? <laughs> Can I help you find anything for your girlfriend or wife? Or? So, no, I was just shopping for my wife. God rest her soul. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. She's not dead. We're we're just divorced. She's history. And obviously she doesn't wear underwear, so. <laughs> Which, why, why wouldn't she? <laughs> I have no idea. Divorced women don't wear panties. Yep. Apparently. That's, all, that's all it is. But oh, yeah. you divorced? <laughs> Going commando. Yep. <laughs> that's how the world works. But I like how as soon as he looks up at her, it, it was just. All bets were off at that point. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I love how cavalier she was about the whole thing. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know if they intentionally made her seem like she was just that dense that she couldn't tell that he was flustered, or if she was just playing into it. I think she was just playing into it, because kind of like right after she has that, like that attitude of like, "Oh, you're cute. Mm-hmm. I can have some fun with you." Probably. And. Then, you know, here here comes Russ, <laughs> the youngest tax deduction. <laughs> Can't see the so, lines, can you, Russ? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> His face after he uh, realized. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to not tell your mother about this, right? Nope. <laughs> oh, and then uh, uh, whenever She definitely made a mark. Yeah. Because he, he was thinking some things later on. Well, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> I do like the uh, the little full, a lot of, a lot saps. of sap. It's like looks great, <laughs> <laughs> little full, a lot of sap. But then when they're laying in bed and they're, they're going through the magazines and like everything's sticking to his fingers, and then she's talking about the the parents. I think they actually had to put something on his fingers to make it sticky because even when uh, what's 
What's Beverly D'Angelo's character's name? Evelyn or something? Ellen. Ellen. I knew it started with an E. Uh, she grabbed like the torn piece of magazine and it was like sticking to her hand too. So yeah. it's like, I think they had to do it. You couldn't, you can't really fake that. Yeah. I like it when he kisses her goodnight though. And he grabs her hair. <laughs> He's just holding on to it with his left hand. And then with his right hand reaches over his body to turn out the light. And that stuck and to the him. lamp stuck. Yep. Oh, <laughs> frustration at its finest. You know, he wanted, but I like how she doesn't break character because he was like, when have you ever known me to do go above and beyond for anything? She's like, as he's parties. got a fistful of her hair. Yeah. Parties, weddings, <laughs> funerals, anything, birthdays, you name it. <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> Bar mitzvahs. <laughs> and the list goes Good on. night, honey. <laughs> Kwanzaa. <laughs> Wait, was Kwanzaa a thing back then? <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> so then, uh. Yeah, so you have that. It was but the I next like morning where the family shows up. Yeah, because I like they're talking about that in bed. And, you know, Ellen doesn't want to do it. She doesn't want the parents to be there because she thinks it's just going to be a disaster of epic proportions where you have, you know, your mother accusing my mother of buying cheap hot dogs and my mother accusing your mother of waxing her upper lip. Wait, your mother waxes her upper lip? Yeah, she has for years. Huh. Doesn't show. <laughs> yeah, because it's waxed. It's like how he plays it off. Oh, really? I had no idea. Huh. But I love how the sound of the doorbell gives you that immediate sense of, like, dread. Yeah. Like, the shit's about to go sideways yeah. really <laughs> fast. <laughs> we d- <laughs> Call the Undertaker. That's exactly what People it People are going to die. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you open the door and they're already arguing about shit. Yeah, and I think they're arguing about, like, who's going to park their car in the garage. Because so I think I heard that. But then Clark's telling them, no, 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 I'm I'm going to park the cars. Which is kind of funny because you never see another car. No, you don't. You just see their station wagon. So I don't know where the other cars went. Yeah, and they even talk about it when... uh you know, Clark is stuck in in the attic. Right. And uh, his father-in-law doesn't want to wait for for him to get out of the house. He's got he, another car. He can drive. Where? I have to eat so I can take my back pill. He doesn't have another car? Huh. Huh. He doesn't have it. Yeah, there's no other car. There's no other car. <laughs> yeah, because it even shows the garage door opening. And there was no other car in there. Correct. No other car at all. Mm, curious. He must have just parked all the cars up the street. Like, forget it. I don't want a bunch of people knowing that there's a bunch of people at my house, especially Todd and Margot. Well, bastards. It's because he knew at some point a bunch of police officers were going to show <laughs> up. And had they been in the driveway, actually, they probably would have still been safe because none of those police cars went to the driveway. They just all nope. over the lawn. Yep. All over the lawn, blocking off the street. I mean, come on. All over the road. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so, um, but after they're all arguing and then you see Clark and Ellen talking and he's like, well, you know, I'm going to go outside and start decorating and, uh, you know, I'll just be out there through the whole Christmas season. Bye. 
then leaves. You're not avoiding the family, are you, Clark? Oh, no, no, no. I still got a couple hundred bulbs I got to check. <laughs> <laughs> Drum roll, please. <laughs> I like uh, the father-in-law. Uh, they've all got some kind of alcoholic <laughs> beverage. Yeah, and the father-in-law, yeah. <laughs> I think he's drinking scotch or something. <sighs> Scotchy, scotchy, scotch. Here it goes down, down into my belly. He clearly hates Clark. Maybe yeah. he doesn't hate him, but he definitely doesn't respect him. Yeah. It's, oh, I don't think either in-law does. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, I mean, I see Clark's parents probably love Ellen. But, yeah, no, I mean, Ellen's parents definitely don't love Clark. That always seems to be the case. Well, yeah, I mean, guys always get the shit into the stick. Like, why does it always seem to be the father's parents that are nicer and more respectful? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I honestly don't. Like, we don't have to like you because you're a dude. <laughs> I don't. I, I think that's the mentality of the 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 mother-in-law and father-in-law. Yeah. Um. But I mean, like any father, uh, you know, Clark has Russ help him with uh decorating the house. And of course, it's in a gigantic ball. Yeah, well, I love that. Up <laughs> oh, now, he's like, "All right, we got to check every single bulb." Up, oh, little nod here. Here, you go ahead and work on that. I'll get the other lights. That is not a little knot. No, that's not a little knot at all. Not even a little. <laughs> <laughs> and he, you find out. I think he has. I can't remember a hundred strands of two hundred and fifty lights. So totaling like twenty five thousand bulbs. Yeah, I think I think that's what it was. It was like two hundred and fifty light bulbs, but he had a hundred strands of them. I mean, that's that's a lot of light. Now, even when Chevy Chase was on SNL, he was known for his physical comedy, and he usually, you know, shined in the movies. That, yeah, that that he starred in, and you know, this movie was no exception. And this whole scene where he's up on the ladder. Trying to staple yeah. the, staple the lights up onto the uh, <laughs> like strongest the, uh, the, staple ever. Well, b- when he first even gets up on the ladder, and then the ladder just collapses. <laughs> <laughs> he just got this look of bewilderment. Like, did like did this happen? Did anybody see this? Yeah. Then it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I would not trust that letter again, though. No, no, I wouldn't. Which he does and gets right back up there. You know, so got to jump on that horse again sometime. I and mean, he's a man on a mission. You better believe it. He's not going to get there in any other way. Yep. I know Russ isn't going to hang these lights. Come on, Werner. Well, you had one job. Make a ladder. <laughs> I got to feed the hog. <laughs> got those bills I got to pay. Do, Do laundry. some laundry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so uh, when he gets up there. You know, he's finally stapling the lights up to the eve and staples his his shirt. But as he's trying to jerk away, I mean, that's why I'm thinking, like, this is the strongest staple ever. I don't think I've ever had a staple anywhere where it's like, well, God, especially get caught on a shirt where it just rips my sleeve off. No, I think the staple would come out before the sleeve would rip. But his entire sleeve rips off at the shoulder. Yes. And that's... Where you bring in, you know, Chevy Chase's physical comedy. Because I don't think anybody could pull off the his hand 
when he's trying to get a grasp on the ladder because he it pushes him up back to a tree and he pushes off the tree back to the house and goes on the opposite side yeah, of the flips ladder. Flips on somehow flips to the underside of the ladder and then he's go over under over under with his yeah. arm. <laughs> yeah, but Chevy Chase is the only one that can pull that off. I can't see anybody else doing that. No. So <laughs> this is uh, honestly, this is a good reason why I don't have a house. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy renting right now but i mean God. you don't have a rain gutter to deal with yeah you don't have a rain gutter to deal with have a lawn um, to mow. nope i don't but this is the At scene all. where he grabs onto the rain gutter and then it shoots like an icicle into the neighbor's window that's way more than an icicle <laughs> well god yeah it was like an ice log yeah things like 12 feet long it was ridiculous that thing's like 12 feet tall breaks their stereo and melts all over the place yep and that's like, well, obviously something had to break the window. Something destroyed the stereo. Why is the floor all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo. <laughs> <laughs> so pretentious. Well, I think <laughs> this scene, you have these two people that hate Clark W. Griswold. And I mean, even when they're leaving that day and they see him setting up the ladder and she's like, Maybe we'll get lucky enough for him to fall and it'll break his neck. And he was like, I'm pretty sure he's going to fall, but I don't think we're lucky enough that it'll break his neck. <laughs> so, I mean, the hatred there, which I found so surprising because when they're talking about the stereo and the carpet and everything, it took them that long to realize, oh, Griswold must have done something. <laughs> what an idiot. Well, put two and two together. You live in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's cold as shit out. Yep. What becomes water when it melts? Leaving no evidence behind. Meat. It has to be. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the floor all wet, Todd? Yeah. Meat. <laughs> Someone obviously came over and ate a hamburger. We just made the movie better. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Reshoot. <laughs> no, so then you have a... When he falls down into the bush after the the ice log flies into the neighbors and you see Ellen come out the door and she's like, Clark, dinner's ready. And then you just hear, you know, the great talking bush. Of, it's like, great. I'm starving. <laughs> but her, the way that she is able to play off of Chevy Chase is like is so great because... When he starts talking, she doesn't know where he is. No. She could, probably knows the general direction, but she can't see him, but she doesn't think to look for him. I think that, that that's probably one of two things. One, she's probably like, I would expect nothing nothing else from my husband mm -hmm. than to have fallen off this roof and into this bush. Or two, she has a look on her face of, I don't ever remember that bush talking before. <laughs> But it's talking now, so I guess that's okay. <laughs> so it's the initial confusion of where the hell is he talking to me from? Right. To when she turns around to go back into the house and she does that one last look. Yeah, because you hear him over there like... <laughs> <laughs> this bush looks great. That's bush. Little lady. full. A lot of sap. <laughs> I, I like the... Uh, 
when Audrey's like bitching about having to share a room with her brother. Yes. And like her concern is that like first of all it's weird to sleep with your brother. She's like there's just Do you have any idea how sick and twisted that is? Right. Well, I'm sleeping with your father, so <laughs> <laughs> But I like it's like you know, I don't I don't even want to know what he does in his room by when he's by himself, let alone when he's sleeping next to his sister. <laughs> I know, and that statement alone is just disturbing. Oh, sister's in the bed. <laughs> Better beat off. Yep. <laughs> no, just beat it. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that means the same thing. <laughs> My brother got caught beating off one more <laughs> one too many times, and now he caught it in the butt. <laughs> but I do like the... <laughs> <laughs> you weren't ready for that one, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't because I was just sitting here thinking about the father-in-law when he's laying on the top of the the top bunk and just staring at that poster of like that half-naked woman but my question why does he have bunk beds if he's the only one that sleeps in there I don't know <laughs> oh the top bunk is the jerk-off bunk. Yeah. <laughs> the bottom one's where I sleep. <laughs> what is this baseball glove for? You don't want to know, Grandpa. And whatever you do, do not touch that. And the uh, the condoms? <laughs> <laughs> Sanitary reasons. <laughs> I get this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah, so... After the next day when everyone's up and everything, Clark, that's when he makes his way secretly out so he can go up into the attic wearing what you pointed out, dinosaur Dinosaur pajamas. pajamas. Love it. Love it. I need a pair. So Kevin McAllister makes mention of a friend of his who got nailed because of a rumor that he wore dinosaur pajamas. There was a rumor. And this was what? Like what, seven years old, something like something along those lines. Because I think he said last year, maybe. Yeah. And he was eight at the time. Yeah. So what did Ooh. you say to a grown man wearing them? Absolutely nothing. War. It's, <gasps> <laughs> it's the same thing that uh, you tell the you tell a guy with uh, two black eyes. Absolutely nothing. He's already been told twice. <laughs> <laughs> Well played. <laughs> but it's funny because this movie came out, what, one year before Home Alone? <laughs> it did. <laughs> Maybe the rumor went around. Because they were in Chicago too, right? Yeah. They were. Yeah. Maybe the rumor was that, uh, you know, Clark Clark wore dinosaur pajamas. He's the one that got nailed. And it just got spread that uh, Russ, Russ was the one that wore him. So he got beat up. He wore dinosaur pajamas one too many times. Yep. And now he caught it in the butt. Yep. It's horrible. <laughs> That's what they mean by he got Hor- nailed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll be here all week, folks. <laughs> well, this this podcast turned into PG-13. Ooh. <laughs> There's your R rating. <laughs> nah. It's, uh, but he goes up into the attic, which, I mean, this part is so funny. So funny, because you'd like to think that, you know, Chevy Chase is, what, maybe in his 40s in this movie? Like, that's, that. well, not him, but Clark Clark Griswold is supposed to be in his 40s. 
Most at least likely. that's how I, I view it. And yet doesn't know where to step in his attic. He gets nailed in the face with two different boards three different times. And then, like, you know, because he gets locked in the attic because his mother-in-law is too inconsiderate to actually go up into the attic and be like, hey. Is somebody up here? Is there anyone up here? No, she's just going to be like, oh, look at this. This damn attic door just opened all by itself. But it's crazy. Attic doors don't lock, though. So why wouldn't he be able to just open it back up? Yeah, that, I don't know. That, that part always bothered me. I know. I know. It bothered me, too. But you pointed it out where he goes up there and he's like trying to hide the presence. Yeah. Instead of just putting him in the attic, he has to find this like nook off to the side. Yeah. Where things could be easily lost. Yeah. For years. Because it makes me wonder, you know, did he ever get those presents out? Yeah. Or with all the all the BS that happened to him throughout the rest of this movie, I wouldn't be surprised if he forgot they were up there. I mean, you never even see him go back up there. Nope. Well, it's probably out of fear. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get locked up there again. Again. I wouldn't want to go up into the attic. Nope. If Fuller has anything to drink, he'll wet the bed. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to pee all over me. <laughs> but, I mean, it does lead to like a sentimental kind of emotional scene. Where yes, he, he finds the the old movies. Yeah, the old home movies. The old uh, eight millimeters. I'm guessing. Yep. Just so you get to see his family. Love the tear that that the single single, tear. single solitary tear, just rolling down the cheek. You know he you didn't actually cry. They sprayed his face. Windex. <laughs> I put that shit on everything. <laughs> How'd you get that tear? Jalapeno. Nope. Pulled the nose hair. <laughs> it was such a laugh. Oh. <laughs> I ate one raw. But he, uh, <laughs> I like how he sticks his head out the window and expects them to hear him. Yeah. Hey, on. Hey, hey. <laughs> back up. Back up. <laughs> I don't know why I keep bringing back got, home alone, man. <laughs> yeah. He's got another car. He can drive. So inconsiderate. I got to eat so I can take my back pill. <laughs> change the record i know and it's like it would take two seconds for ellen to run back in and just be like clark and you know with the house being all quiet she could be able to determine oh he's locked in the attic (laughs) such a clark thing to do very very clark like thing you clarked it up (laughs) (laughs) now he's up there clarking himself yeah, uh, I can't believe that his dad told him that later in the movie. This is, oh, it's like, yeah, just try to have this great, great Christmas. But, you know, it's like, yeah, you clarked it up. It's pretty degrading. It is very <laughs> degrading. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, so there's some other, like, random, like, subtle things. Maybe not so subtle, but they're not vital to, like, the plot of the movie or anything. But when you see the two dads in the in the living room both passed out. <laughs> it's like competition snoring. There's <laughs> that one scene. Oh, I laugh so hard just because it's kind of, it sounds like he's dreaming that he's a motorcycle. That's what I like to think of. <laughs> I had a dream. I was a 1969 Chevy. <laughs> That's probably why he's doing that outside. When they're doing the drum roll. Maybe he Possibly. was sleepwalking. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. 
what is it with this guy on automobiles? <laughs> He's obsessed. <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> I love the build up to the uh, the light, the light display. Yeah, that's when Clark actually sings "Joy to the World." Yeah, they don't. He doesn't sing it when they're in the car heading to pick out a Christmas tree. They just do a bunch of random. Yeah, it's a Christmas medley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a Christmas medley. Back to back yeah. to back. Gotta have it. You have to have it. Kids want nothing. You to can't do find it. it on the radio. No, no. Why would you? It's ninety nine point five. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> Delilah. I'm pretty sure she was around in eighty nine. Oh yeah. She's been around forever. <laughs> I honestly tell you the truth, I can't remember a time where she wasn't. I would don't don't even want to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no. So. When they're outside, I like that, you know, Audrey is, I really hope that no one I know drives by and sees me standing in the yard in my pajamas. But then immediately, the father-in-law is like, if I know your father, they won't think anything of it. (laughs) It's such a dick. It is such a dick thing to say. Like, to your own granddaughter. Yeah. Come on. Come Come on. Like, that's what you're worried about? Being seen in your PJs? What's the big deal? Yeah, and then, you know, he he does... (laughs) They do the lighting of the tree. They do it every year. Yeah. Um, But nothing lights. So, he's confused because... You know, it's like, what what are you talking about? Like, I just checked 25,000 twinkling little Christmas light bulbs. I like the mother-in-law because right when he plugs it in and nothing happens, she's just like, (laughs) 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 she's got her like martini glass. Yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, Raymond's mom. Yeah. And then everyone tries to, oh, well, you know, it still looks beautiful. Even unlit. (laughs) Yeah. Nope. I can, I can see it in my mind and it's breathtaking. And then I like the dad because he comes up and he was like, ah, you know how Christmas lights are. He's like, one bulb goes out and the whole damn thing's just off. He's like, oh, well, if you need some help, uh, just let me know. I'll be I'll upstairs, be upstairs asleep. asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone goes in and he stays up all night working, working on this. But still, the best part is when he does get it lit. And he doesn't realize that it's lit. Yeah, and that whole thing, <laughs> everything about that is funny because, one, it's Ellen funny, gets to see it first. It's funny but equally frustrating. Yeah, and I mean, just to think that the whole damn thing runs off one light switch in the garage. That, and that fuse would definitely not support as many things as were plugged into that. Oh, no, no, not even a little. No. No, some damn thing would have caught on fire. So but here's the thing, though: why do you have that many things plugged into it when they all just interconnect? You well, just plug one light, well, light light set into the next. So technically, you really only need to plug in one. Yeah, I don't know. That's I don't know. It's Maybe perplexing. I'm just, it's my over analytical side. Either that, or you know, he's just. Uh, Got a bunch of shit in the garage that's plugged in also. <laughs> right. <laughs> Chainsaws. <laughs> no, pretty sure that was a gas-powered one. Yep. Because he walked through the house with that bloody thing. Oh, did he ever. Fix the null post. 
Yeah, so when he's outside the second time, and that's when Ellen comes out, and she's like, are you just out here doing something, or are you just trying to avoid the family? He's like, no, no, no. I figured I'd light the Santa Claus and the reindeer, the Merry Christmas sign, you know. It's like, and then (laughs) love her because she asked, should I do the drum roll? (laughs) No, that's okay, honey. It's come and gone. Yeah, so he doesn't understand any of it because, you know, he's not an electrician. So he has to go and look, and he's like, well, I'll just go around back and see. It's like maybe the kids have been fooling with it. So I do like her question, though, when she was like, are you sure the extension cords plug in? And he's like, honey, do you think I would honestly check thousands of tiny little bulbs if I wasn't sure the extension cord was plugged in. I'd love the look on her face. Yeah, she's like, oh, yeah. Well, you are Clark Griswold. <laughs> yeah, you could Clark this up. <laughs> May have already done it. <laughs> but she, she, you know, she wants to do the right thing and help him out because, you know, he took a lot of time. This is really important to him. Yeah, and she's looking at everything, and he goes around back, and that's when the mom goes out to the garage to get like cake or something, I guess, out of the fridge in the garage. And she turns on the light in the garage and all the lights come on, draining the power from that entire grid. How about all the lights? <laughs> uh, yeah, and he just flips, flips one switch. Nuclear power activated. Yep. <laughs> but I like how, like, before the lights come on, finally, yeah, you, you have that scene with Todd and Margot. Uh, they're in their silver workout Outfits, yeah, the ones so that you're weird. supposed to like sweat in. Yeah. And uh, doing the stretches. And then like Todd is talking about, it's like, want to like get in bed with you and then like have some wine and then like lick every square inch of your body. After you shower, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when it shows their bedroom, I don't know, their bedroom drives me crazy. I... I don't understand this bedroom. It looks like it's laid out like a living room almost. Yeah, I mean, the bed is catacorner. There's no, like, upper wall anywhere. They keep their blinds open for, for the love of Marianne and Joseph. I mean, it's, I don't know. I have to go lie down. Well, <laughs> this, this is really, it's perplexed me. This bedroom is horrible this bedroom well here's the thing if they don't keep their blinds open and a random block of ice from the neighbor's rain gutter happens to come through it could ruin the blinds yeah those blinds really tied the room together did they not (laughs) did they not (laughs) (laughs) okay then answer the question (laughs) they might as well have just kept the window open too Yeah, so they go to kissing, drinking wine, and all the lights come on, and it's blinding. They spill everything. They knock each other over. They crash into everything else. End up on the ground, broken glass everywhere. Yep. So, but Ellen gets to see it, and then it turns off, and she's like, oh, you know, but Clark, oh. Because he thinks, oh, well, I did it. I fixed it. And then gets all excited. He's like, come on, everybody, quick, come out, look at the lights. Ha-ha! <laughs> As only Chevy Chase can do. 
So when everyone everyone's getting ready and you can just tell like no one wants to go outside. It's like, oh, come on. It's cold. Like we've already been outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't light the lights. No. We already saw. He didn't light it. Yeah. We already saw the lights. No. So and right just conveniently, right when they walk out, that's when Ellen, Ellen. had shut off the lights. Yep. So the lights weren't working. And <laughs> this is when he loses his shit. <laughs> this he kicks the half only, Santa. <laughs> only Clark, Clark Griswold can do this. Nobody else can throw this type of, of fit and have it be this good, this funny, or this memorable. Oh, yeah. He's so good at his tangents. Yes. Oh, the tangents. <laughs> what about his tangents? Yeah. <laughs> and his lengthy monologues that we cannot even do justice. No. I'm not even going to try. I had the thought of trying to memorize the, you know, his speech at the end where he wants his boss, yeah, you know, brought to the house with a bow on his head. So, yeah. So he can tell him what a, you know, you know, that whole deal. Yeah. I, I think I know maybe three things out of there. And one of the things that I remember, I know for a fact is for flushing. Yeah. Because I don't know what the hell that means. But a lot of people used to say it. And that was almost like in every movie. When something happened, be like, well, that four flushing backstabbing. Like, what the hell's a four flusher? Somebody who wastes water, I guess. Yeah. And the number four. I left a Yule log in the toilet. I had to four flush it four times. I don't don't know. (laughs) And then... uh. But yeah, I mean he gets he gets the lights on finally cuz Ellen realizes, oh. <laughs> I bet it goes off that light switch. Like right when she like walks away, she's like she stops. Yeah. She has that like wait a second. Uh-huh. She's like looks like she's doing math in her head or something. Yeah. Like <laughs> carry the two. I know what to do. <laughs> it's <laughs> that simple. It is. So, he uh yeah, he thinks he gets the lights on. But Ellen is actually nice enough to make him believe, like, no, you did this. It's all you, yeah. Clark. But I love the people that he goes through. And my favorite line of that is when he's looking at his dad and he's like, Dad, you taught me everything I know about exterior illumination. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, Thanks, son. <laughs> And then he's talking about his mom and he and then he tells her he's like, Mom, you deserve to have Christmas in a house like this. It's like what a way to just pat yourself on the back. Very narcissistic. Very narcissistic. Yeah. <laughs> this but is the house you deserve to have Christmas in, Mom. This is where Eddie makes his first appearance. Yeah. Which such a funny scene. It's like you you, you don't really know why Clark is so just put off by this or not put off, but it's like his shocked or pissed or I think it's total shock because it's just one of those things where I just like it because he's telling him, Oh, well, Eddie, I really hope that this adds to your Christmas spirit. And he's like, Catherine, Eddie, Eddie. And, (laughs) and then they're like, Oh, we were going to call, but, Eddie wanted it to be a surprise. And then Eddie's, you surprised Clark. It's like, Eddie. Eddie? 
If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. <laughs> oh. but then he brings out the kids. Yes. And yeah. Rocky and Ruby Sue. And I like uh, the father-in-law is like, have you got a kiss for me? He's like, ah, I'd take a rain check on that art. He's got, got a, a lip, lip fungus. They haven't identified, identified yet. yet. <laughs> And then Ruby Sue, oh my God, her eyes aren't crossed anymore. It's like, yeah, imagine that. All's down a well, eyes go across, she gets kicked by a donkey, they go back to normal. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, and here's my pride and joy. <laughs> yep. This is snots. <laughs> don't know why they call him that. I don't know why he said his dog was his pride and joy. You have a wife, two kids, you have a, uh, two other kids. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. That there's an RV. <laughs> also my pride and joy. Yep. But I think that... Don't go getting too attached to her. Yeah. Because she's coming home with us. When we leave here next month. <laughs> 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 I think uh, it's probably time for a break. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I th- say that we will see you guys in a second. Marco. <laughs> Polo. <laughs> what a great game. What a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> but this movie, I'm I'm glad that you said Marco Polo because Clark's entire fascination throughout this entire movie and what he's obsessed with is getting a swimming pool put in. Oh, I thought it was the dinosaur pajamas, but no, no. you're right. You're right. Yeah. I it's mean, the pool. everything is revolving around this pool. Like that's going to be the big Christmas present to his entire family is, Hey, we're putting in a swimming pool. And, you know, he keeps talking about his bonus with his, his coworkers and everything. And he, that's all he wants to do. So. But and he feels like he's a shoe in for this bonus because he has a couple interactions with his boss, Mr. Shirley, <laughs> Carl, who, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> Just give me that report, Bill. Um, he's talking about a cereal varnish, which yeah. is such a weird concept. It is. And, I mean, when he describes it, uh, every time he describes it, I just sit there and think to myself, that just sounds disgusting. It, it keeps your cereal fresh. It's a varnish that they put around the cereal so the milk can't penetrate it and your cereal never gets soggy. Honestly, tell you the truth. I mean, I kind of live for soggy cereal. Do you? I do. I mean, God, there's nothing better than uh, some soggy frosted flakes in the morning, man. Hell no. Oh, it'll get you there. I'm all about the crunch. (laughs) If your cereal gets soggy, you ain't doing it right. Exactly. You're not eating it fast enough. Yup. I say the same thing about beer. (laughs) Your beer is warm. You're not drinking it quick enough. Yes. Get a nipple on that thing. (laughs) You're going to nurse this. Change the nipple. (laughs) That's our new phrase. Yep. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Honestly, tell you the truth, that's the name of my memoir. (laughs) Dutch. Change the nipple. (laughs) I like it. I would read that. (laughs) Um, That whole scene, you know, so he, he wants... Clark to put together a presentation 
Yes. For, you know, for that afternoon. Yeah, because he was going to a trade show. But it's so weird. It's like he's got this whole entourage of other guys following him around. Yeah. Like, what, who are these guys? What are they doing? I Yeah, I don't know. Because uh, you never see him again in the entire movie, just in this one scene. But it's such a good scene because as yeah. they're all walking away, Clark is like, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass. Kiss his kiss, ass. Kiss your ass. Kiss your ass. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, he has a couple interactions with his boss. And I like the second interaction because that's when he brings him the gift. And that is he sets it on the table. Big-ass fucking table in that room. I know. conference room, man. I know. And it's just him at the table. And it's, I think I want to say... Probably 100 feet long. <laughs> so he's all the way down at the other end. It's long enough to where when Clark walks in, he's like, who is it? Who? who yeah. <laughs> who, who's in there? Who, yeah. What, is, like, what does he say? Exactly? He's like, oh, Mr. Shirley. He's like, uh, my wife and I got you a little something. He's like, who is that? He's like, oh, it's Clark Griswold. And he was like, hey, let's put it on the table with all the other ones, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> That and I want to know what those gifts were because they were all the same. Yeah. They were all the same shape. So I was, he just got like 20 of the same exact yeah. thing for everyone else who wanted to kiss his ass. Yep. So, but I like as he's walking out and he's like, oh, I hoped my uh, presentation helped out at the trade show. And he's just sitting there like, <laughs> he's like, I'm sure it did, Mark. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'd. I'm in the middle of a very important call. He just picks up the phone, and I guess immediately. Give me somebody. Give me somebody. Anybody. Anybody. And give <laughs> oh, me somebody while I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're dismissed. Yeah. And then. Uh, you don't have to make excuses. And I guess this is kind of what their company does, because the next scene is uh, them sledding down the hill. And another, he has that. kind of varnish. Yeah, he has that varnish spray that'll make. Any any surface 500 times slicker. slicker. So, and he's like, Dad, Rusty's, Dad, anyone ever use that on a sled? And he's like, not that I know of, Russ. <laughs> and Russ kind of has that look on his face like, wow, my dad, he's the man. Love it. But. He's not afraid of anything. Yeah, of course, Eddie is like, you know. Like, don't be putting none of that stuff on my sled there, Clark. Like, remember that metal plate I had in my head? And he's like, oh, how could I forget, Eddie? It's like, yeah, well, I had to have it taken out and replaced because uh, every time Catherine turned on the microwave, I'd piss my pants, pass out, and forget who I was for about a half hour. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, so they replaced it with a plastic one, and I don't think I'd be going down no hill with nothing between my head and my brain, but a piece of government plastic. Right. It's like, oh well, <laughs> think it really makes a difference, Eddie. It's like, well, see, the plates right underneath my part here on this side, there's nothing. But on this side, if this gets dented, my hair just ain't gonna look right. <laughs> That's my biggest concern. <laughs> not, not potential. Drain damage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My hair. Is My hair is not going to. I mean, he's a 
beastly, bulging man. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't have a good hairstyle, yep. then, mm. <laughs> that baby blue leisure suit. Yep. <laughs> Plates were for from Kansas. It would be was... all for not. <laughs> <laughs> I, tonight was the first night that I noticed when we were watching it how she started off the conversation with the police and she was like, hello, police. <laughs> Apparently my husband's been kidnapped. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Did he or did, did he not? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was some man in a blue leisure suit. Is this Mrs. Shirley again? <laughs> Are you off Mrs. your meds? Mrs. Shirley. <laughs> Who taught you how to use the phone again? <laughs> We're just going to unplug his phone. You know it's a crime to prank call 911. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, <laughs> you didn't get the memo. Apparently, it's against the law. <laughs> <laughs> but what's a law? <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like that Ruby Sue came to Clark and told him, you know, really kind of think that uh we're going to get gypped. We're going to get the shaft again. We've been good all year, just like we were good all year last year. We still got the shaft. That whole conversation is funny because it's like Clark goes her all these facial expressions yeah. as he's listening to her speak. And it's like, huh? What? is he intrigued? Huh? Is he yeah. what taken <sighs> aback by the, the words that she's using? Yeah. I mean, I love the fact. Sorry. Hey, she says he's shitting bricks. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to use that word. Sorry. Shitting rocks. And <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I totally lost my train of yeah. thought. There. <laughs> no, but they're going through this, this spiel where she's like, oh, you the know, Santa Claus, how she calls yeah. him Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. But then he starts uh, like, you know, he was like, oh, well, and she was like, I love being at your house. It's like, yeah, you know, you don't have to put on your coat to go to the bathroom. And your house is always parked in the same place. Yeah. But so, she interrupts his little daydream. Night, yes. Night dream. What do you call it when you're, uh, it's nighttime, but you're daydreaming. It's still a daydream? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dream. Melikilikimaka is a thing <laughs> to say when you're looking at that Marie, Mary. Yeah. And I don't know why. On God's green earth, he would be envisioning this pool and then Eddie walk up wearing a wife beater tucked into like a pair of leopard print Speedos. Probably because he was envisioning, he was trying to envision Eddie jumping in and drowning because he can't swim. (laughs) I know that, Eddie. Perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) But then all of a sudden everybody disappears and he sees Mary in her red one-piece. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry. I lost my train of thoughts there. Actually, I didn't. I know right where my you thought are, was. You were haunting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's like it's all in his head. But she's like trying to coax him to come outside. Yeah, come to the pool. He's like, like, me? No. <laughs> like me? No. I can't. Come on, the wife what? is upstairs. She'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so after Ruby Sue goes to bed, after he sends her back off to bed. Are you sure you're not Santa Claus? Yeah, I'm sure. I can't (laughs) even afford to be an elf. 
Change the record, Clark. <laughs> oh, God. There are a few other scenes. Yes. Um, worth talking about. So when his uncle... God, the old man with I the can't, stogie. I can't. Um, God, for some reason, the only person I can think of is Uncle Leo. But that's from Seinfeld. I know it's Aunt Bethany. Yeah. And... It's like when they show up, Uncle she's got Frank, all these random gifts. Yeah, I think it's Uncle Frank. Or no, no, I'm probably thinking of Home Alone. That is Home Alone. Oh, dang darn. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But he is funny. Yes. Anchorage. Hey, <laughs> if, if you're not doing anything constructive, <laughs> run into the living room and get my stogie. <laughs> Anything else you need, Uncle Lewis? Lewis. Lewis. Uncle Lewis. There it is. That's all we needed to do was quote. (laughs) See? Came right to us. Quotes solve everything. Yep. (laughs) It's a known fact. (laughs) 60% of the time, quotes work every Every time. time. (laughs) That doesn't make sense. (laughs) It's not important. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh. God bless him. Dude, that's my favorite line in the whole friggin' movie. I I love that for some reason. I think it's because you see the the frustration on his face. Because he has to live Because with they're this. like, hey, you know, Aunt Bethany, this is her 90th Christmas. We think that she should lead us in the saying of grace. And she's like, what? And then the mom, Clark's mom, is like, Grace. It's like, oh, Grace, Grace passed away 30, 30 years, years ago. It's like, no, they want you to say Grace. Uh-uh. <laughs> she just looks like, head like I don't know what's going on Mm-mm. right now. God bless <laughs> And he does this like weird thing with his fingers. Yeah. Like, I'm going to put these hooks in your mouth and <laughs> sh- I will, I'm going to stick your arm, I'm sticking my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet. <laughs> But, I mean, I love her expression, though, when she's shaking her head no, because she was just, I mean, they're like, they want you to say grace. And she's like, nope, Mm-mm. not doing it. Not today. Not today, Lewis. I can tell you that much. <laughs> nope. 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 Not happening. Not even a little. So when she goes to say the blessing, she doesn't say the blessing. No. She, she says, says the, the Pledge, Pledge of, of Allegiance. allegiance. <laughs> Then, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. You're not going to so, not say the Pledge of Allegiance. Well, just, yeah. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> Commie bastards. <laughs> I, my friends didn't bear <laughs> die face down in the muck. <laughs> just so you people can't say the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> but the presence, like, she's known for wrapping random shit around her house and giving them to other people as gifts. Yeah, because her and uh, Bethany and Lewis are, from what you can tell, they're poor and she can't afford gifts. And she's probably senile. So they just pick up stuff from around the house and uh, wrap it up as presents. And you find this out because one of the presents is her cat. Which <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> know how they did the, uh, <laughs> the audio yeah. for this part. But the fact that, you know, you see Clark holding the, the box with yeah. the cat in it, 
He shakes it. You hear the cat. And as soon as he holds it still, it's like immediately stops. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> timed so perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> Great. She wrapped up her damn cat. <laughs> so take it in the kitchen and open it up. Now we're going to have a cat running around. And then Eddie comes through. He's like, this one's leaking. <laughs> yeah. And then and Ellen. Ellen just puts her finger like, into it. Yeah, and he licks it off her finger, which is just... Ugh. And he's like, hmm, slime. Slime. <laughs> it's like, that would be her jello mold. <laughs> but I love the fact that Clark is very obvious about... He's not very welcoming of Eddie's presence. No. At all, not even a little. Not even a lot. He bre- <laughs> he breaks that little, uh, I don't know what those things are called. I don't know either, but. It's like a vertical windmill. Yeah. Or a horizontal windmill where the uh, candles lit underneath it cause it to spin. And he breaks that. I do like Eddie's outfit in that scene. Oh, he's, he's got wearing the V-neck like those- sweater. Well, it's not a V-neck sweater. He's wearing a turtleneck, but it's not a turtle well, turtleneck. Yeah it's a, yeah, it's a black turtleneck, but he's got a yellow V-neck sweater over the top of it. But it, but it's just a bib. So you see the outline of the turtleneck. Oh, like the turtleneck is stops. a bib. Yeah. Oh. So you like it just comes down like a little block, like on his chest. I was wondering it, what that was. Yeah. No, it's just a bib. It so, does. <laughs> so just like in uh, Dinner for Schmucks, that yes. thing that Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't but he has like those that. timber green pants on, and the white and the white, white shoes. Yeah, which I think are from the first vacation. That that would not surprise me. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, it's the <laughs> gift that gives the whole year round. <laughs> Jelly of the month club. How do you get a bonus? <laughs> <laughs> but the oh, I mean, we have to talk about the dinner scene. Oh the, yeah, yeah. I mean the the turkey. I alone. knew we put it in too early. Yeah, here's the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Save the, the neck, neck for, for me, me, Clark. Clark. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. See so <laughs> I mean, I love that nobody is enjoying the turkey. I mean, everyone's trying. Like they're giving it the old college try. They want to enjoy it. Yes. And Eddie is actually like thoroughly enjoying it. I mean, he's eating everything. Like, you know, you find out in the Jello mold, there's cat, cat food mixed into it. And Clark's even like, eh, Aunt Bethany, is your cat Can't like, like Jello? Jello by chance? And she's just looking around like, huh? What? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> but I like Eddie is he's saying, like, well, he's like, I don't know about the cat, but I sure am enjoying it. <laughs> Hey, Eddie, what's wrong with your dog? Oh, he's just yakking on a bone. <laughs> yep, he got it up. He's good now. Maybe don't uh, feed your dog at the table. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's probably just nosing through the trash. <laughs> Cut to Clark and, and Ellen. <laughs> yeah. Cleaning up trash off the kitchen floor. Yeah. Pass me my stogies. And then, (laughs) 
I like as he goes to the um into the living room to get the stogies and the tree goes out because of the cat. No. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. No. Because the cat's messing with the lights. The tree goes up when he lights his cigar. No. I mean the lights on the tree go out. Lights and he's he's looking at it like what? And he looks back there and both the cords are unplugged, so he plugs them in. And when he plugs in the second one, yeah, that's when. The, and yeah, he's, right, well, it's right, funny because right. he's muttering to himself. And when I watch it again, I'll have to have the subtitles on because it kind of sounds like he plugs in the first set of lights, which are the colored lights that are on the on the tree. But the second lights are like the white icicle lights going around or whatever. But it sounds like he says something like, oh, wait till they see this. <laughs> it's like, what? Everyone's already seen it. Yeah. So, but right when he plugs it in, that's when you see from under the chairs, like, <laughs> real brief. Yeah. And then, uh, I like when they move the chair and they see it and Eddie, <laughs> I love Eddie's reaction because he's just like, oh, that pussycat had nine lives. She just spent them all. <laughs> And then when they drag the chair outside, put to put it on the curb. I like how Eddie's like, he's like, if you don't mind, he's like, I I'd like to fumigate the yeah, this I like chair. this. See, I love the way he talks because he's like, if you don't mind, Clark, I'd like to see if I could fumigate this here chair. Like fumigate this here chair? What this, about that there chair? No, no, it's this one here. <laughs> Dem over there's. If you don't mind me asking, how much did this set you back? <laughs> <laughs> Why does it matter? He's not going to charge you for it. Yeah. But Clark just kind of avoids the question because he can smell the sewer gas. What's that smell? Shatter was full. <laughs> no, it smells like some kind of gas coming from the, uh, the, fried the storm. Pussy cat. The storm sewer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the smell of desire, That's lady. <laughs> desire smells like that in some cultures. <laughs> smells like Bigfoot's dick. <laughs> um, so then he, when they go back in, that's when he sits down and Uncle Lewis is smoking the stogie next to the tree and sets it on fire. And I actually got this sound effect that I just, I mean, I do whenever I'm with like anyone like you know a buddy of mine smokes a cigarette if he flicks it off into the distance i'm just like (laughs) anything that happens i will just sit there i will immediately be like because that's what happens to this tree because that's just what you do well yeah (laughs) yeah but like with as aggressive as christmas tree fires are it's amazing how the house itself didn't catch on fire. It's just the tree. Yeah. Nothing left. Thank you, prop department. Mm-hmm. You're the true heroes of this movie. They fire retarded the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Lewis? <laughs> Look what, what you did to my tree. <laughs> Uncle Lewis. <laughs> God, what does he say? You you had it. You had that it's, down. Yeah. It's, so what's the matter with you? <laughs> Look what you did to my tree. It was an ugly tree anyway. <laughs> At least it's out of its misery. <laughs> That's when he tackles him because his back is on fire still. Yeah. 
Uncle Lewis. <laughs> Uncle Lewis. <laughs> so then. So he, Clark does the only rational thing. Yeah. He goes out in his front yard and cuts down a tree. So now felonies are fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, what do you. Oh, when Ellen comes up and she was like, uh, like everything okay? And he's like, what? I'm perfectly fine. It's like, look, we needed a coffin. I mean, <laughs> a tree. tree. <laughs> there are no lots open on Christmas Eve. We needed a tree. So I got one. Uncle Lewis burned down our tree. Yeah. We needed another one. I so replaced it. Yep. Yeah. I did the only logical thing. She's like, are you okay? I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. But I do like Rusty when he goes out and he was like, he's got that crazy look in his eye. <laughs> he's, but clarking, I like, he's clarking shit up. Yeah, but it's funny because I like Ellen has the uh, like the little glass of eggnog. And she was like, will you turn that thing off and get in the house? And she takes a quick drink, but then throws the glass like out in the yard and turns around and walks inside. <laughs> That's not the only th- time she tosses something. Nope. When they're sitting at the dinner table. She oh yeah, a she bite kept, of something on flicking, her fork. She had she, the turkey on her fork, and she kept flicking it off to the side real quick. Yeah, don't worry, the dog will eat it, <laughs> and then hack it up under the table. That's what that's what he does. That's <laughs> what he's good for. Yeah. So, but I uh, the neighbors, Margot and Todd, yet again, are sitting at dinner, trying to have a relaxing evening, and she's. Like, aren't you just the least bit sad we didn't get a tree? Like, well, where are you going to find a tree this late on Christmas Eve? And then all of a sudden the tree comes crashing through their window. Yeah. Enter the tree. That window <laughs> had already been broken before. I think all their windows had already been broken before, but it's like, How did they have time to fix them? I don't know. Just to get broken again. Yep. Thank you, prop department. <laughs> Yet again, the true heroes. We've got windows on deck. <laughs> Like literally, they're out on the deck. <laughs> <laughs> you break, I fix. <laughs> yeah, uh, you break, I fix. <laughs> so he uh, goes to decorating the tree and getting the new presents underneath, and you just hear this. And honestly, tell you the truth, if you're not listening for it, you don't really hear it. The squirrel. Yeah, when you just hear, and then Bethany, Aunt Bethany. Who was asked all kinds of ridiculous questions and said all kinds of ridiculous things throughout the entire movie's like, what's that sound? <laughs> it's a funny, squeaky sound. You couldn't hear a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant. <laughs> <laughs> but I like Clark because Clark's like, ah, I hear it too. Like, <laughs> Hold on. And then <laughs> doing typical, the cam- the doing typical father father fashion of I better investigate this we're gonna we're gonna dig in deeper I'm on the case (laughs) yep and it's a squirrel that was living in the tree that he just cut down the reaction (laughs) (laughs) it's just a little squirrel and everybody's passing out freaking out running around screaming Where, where the hell's Eddie he usually eats these damn things well, not anymore, Clark. <laughs> After he found out that they were high in cholesterol. <laughs> huh. Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> Russ! Right here, Dad. Oh, hey. So, uh, go to the garage and get my hammer. <laughs> Clark, what do you need a hammer for? I'm going to trap it in the coat, smack it with a hammer. 
It's the only logical thing. <laughs> I do, in that part, Rocky's face is so funny. Because right after the grandmother, whatever, passes out, like she faints after hearing him, he's going to hit the squirrel with a hammer, Rocky just has the biggest smile on his face. Like, oh, yeah, I'd love to see this. That kid doesn't talk. No. At all. He doesn't. Not I, I was going to say, I thought at the end he might have had that one line where he's like, look, but that was uh, Ruby Sue. Yeah. I don't even know if Rocky's capable of speech. Probably not. Yep. That damn lip, lip fungus. It's horrible. horrible. This, this fungus. <laughs> so everything that could have gone wrong has gone wrong through Christmas. Knock Housing. on the door. And I like when Clark opens the door, it pulls the actual knocker like through the wood. And the guy's just standing there. He's like, I got a letter for Clark, Clark W. w. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was supposed to deliver it yesterday, but it, it fell, fell between, between the, the car seats. seats. I'm sorry. <laughs> and Clark just takes it and shuts, shuts the, the door. door. Yeah. It's like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> And he still Merry says Christmas. Merry Christmas as he's looking down at the letter. Because yep. he's thinking, here's my check. Hoping that it's his boner. Yep. Bonus. Bonus. <laughs> I want a bone on us. <laughs> um. So then he opens it up and he's telling everyone, he's like, hey, he's like, sorry, I've been so erratic the past few days. He's like, you know, I'm putting in a pool. And he was like, to make sure that the construction started right when the ground thawed, I had to put down the deposit. And until this little babe miracle showed up, like I didn't like, have, I have enough, enough money, money in my account, account for that to check to clear. The check. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's just like, well, why did you write the check? Should have just held off. Yeah. That was uh, Rusty's college money and Audrey's. Yeah. And then when he realizes what it actually was in the envelope. Yeah. His face changes, and then uh, that's when Ellen is like, "Like what? What is it? Is it? Is it? It's bigger than you thought it was going to be." And that's so. what she said. <laughs> <It's> smaller, <laughs> most likely. Any, anything? <laughs> Nothing. It's like I got a year subscription to the Jelly of the Month Club. Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. <laughs> that it is, Edward. That it is. So he tells who uh, anyone in the family is like, hey, because, well, that's when he goes and gets the eggnog. He's just like slamming the glass in the bowl. It's like, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> any of you are looking for any last minute gift ideas for me? It's like, I'd like my boss here over off of, yeah, like Fairy Meadow Lane or something. Oh, something weird. With a giant bow on his head. I want him delivered right here. Right here. So I could tell him, you know, and we can't do this whole scene justice. No, no, I'm not even going to attempt. No. I just remember four flushing. He definitely does some floor, floor, floor flushing. Yeah. It was like spineless, hopeless, dickless. Spineless. Yeah, no, I, I got nothing. Piece of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> so, I mean, 
Everything about this is going wrong. So all the family members are like, well, we're, we're leaving. Like we're going home. And Ellen even agrees with this. She's like, no, that's, that's a good idea. Like everybody should just go home and he's not having, he's like, Oh no, no, no. Uh, uh, we are on a four alarm emergency right here. It's like, I don't think so. We're not always leaving. Always walking out of this funnel family fashion Christmas. So yet he has another tirade that he goes off on. And Eddie during this time leaves, which is kind of surprising because the size of the RV and how much noise that it makes, nobody notices Eddie's gone. So it's like, what was everyone doing in the house? Like nobody heard that RV just pull out of the driveway. I mean, come on, man. Billowing just clouds of exhaust, I'm sure. Big, burly man driving a (laughs) recreational vehicle. Plates were from Kansas, I think. (laughs) Wearing a blue leisure suit. Yeah. Apparently, my husband's been kidnapped. Beastly bulging, man. (laughs) (laughs) So bulging. It honestly didn't take the cops any time at all to find find this RV. Or find him. So when they. <laughs> but he's reading, you know, he's reading the night before Christmas. Yeah. But uh, I guess he's walking up. He was like, and mom and her kerchief and I and my cap had just settled down for a long winter's nap. And what to my wondering eye should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight. And Eddie with a man and his wrists and ankles handcuffed with the big bone. What the hell? <laughs> I think you see him kick him in the ass in the dr- in the walkway. <laughs> <laughs> Comes in, he's, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, Clark. You about ready to do some kissing? kissing? <laughs> <laughs> then he takes the gag out of his mouth. And he's yeah. Like, he's like, was he calling him? Does he even say his name right this time? No, he was like, he he was telling me, he's like, you're fired. He's that's, like, and that's you? What it, that's what it was. You're going to jail. And he's like, like no, <laughs> no, Clark had nothing to do with this. This, this was all my idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, he's like, my cousin-in-law, whose heart is bigger than his brain. Thank you, Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Felt that I guess he should do this because I lost my temper when I got my bonus. How did you get a bonus? I, I cut out bonuses this year. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for, for telling, telling us. us. <laughs> ne- I'm the boss. Need the info. Right. So, <laughs> when, you know, people are counting on this as part of their income. You know, that's just a... Just a sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... Uh, Thanks, You know, us. that is kind <laughs> of a dick move. To be like, oh, let me just cut out the bonuses. I mean, you know, people work hard all year long for you, for your company or whatever. I mean, you know, come on. Throw them a bone, baby. You know what's up. I put my pants on one leg at a time. <laughs> I can't do the walking yeah. impression. <laughs> so, but, but I like how the, you know, poli- well, no, before the police show up, you know, Mr. Shirley realizes, like, how shitty the thing was, you know? Yeah, and I... It, you know, what seemed good on paper, yeah. you know, 
you don't realize how it really affects people. Yeah. The people who we actually depend on. The little people. (laughs) Like you. Like you. See, to me, that scene is so powerful. And the reason it's so powerful is because of the fact that this is the first time in the entire movie where this entire family stood united. It's like, yeah, no, I mean, we all have a common enemy here. Like, you're a shitty boss. It's the government. Yep. (laughs) By God, man. So, I like the wife when she's there. I mean, the SWAT team just totally destroys what's left of this house. They break through every possible window, not just in the Griswold's house, but in... Yeah, Todd next and door. Margo's yeah. house, too. If you want to come in, you're going to have to break down the goddamn door. <laughs> oh, well, and they do. Okay. <laughs> so All we were waiting for was an invitation. Yep, we just needed permission. <laughs> Didn't even need that. Yep. <laughs> we were just trying to be polite. You know, you could have gotten in and just gotten up, unlocked the door for us. If I had a rubber hose, I, I would, would beat, beat you. <laughs> I really want to know what he was going to say. I want to know how he was going to finish that. That's pretty low, mister. <laughs> if I had a rubber hose, I would beat you. He's like, I've changed my mind. <laughs> so he does change his mind, and he's, but I do I'll like reinstate his. reinstate the bonuses. Yeah, I like his wife, though, because she was like, oh, what a lousy, no good thing to do. To save a buck. <laughs> yeah, you penny pincher. I mean, my God, man. Lily liquor. Yeah, this is... Who are you calling a lily liquor, you trout sniffer? (laughs) So, I mean, but it's just one of those things where even the wife is like, you are disgusting. Like, unbelievable. These people, they work hard for you all year. All year. Yeah. Yeah, how about all year? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What about 365 days? What do you do? Huh. Yeah, no, I'm going to take their bonus away lousy so everyone's outside and uh but i love the you notice some things when the swat team comes in freeze oh yeah and the way that not you them them so it's you got ellen who somehow freezes with her hand on clark's crotch yeah and you got eddie in the background with this dumbass look on his face yeah and honestly, like, he does not change the look until everyone's just like, okay, no, we're not pressing any charges. So the cops are like, oh, yeah, you know, okay, fine, whatever. But I like how, like, Christina, Christina, <laughs> is that, that's her name, right? <laughs> Eddie's wife. Catherine. Like, <laughs> same difference. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, she's, how stiffly she's holding her hands up to the sky. Yeah. <laughs> like, kind of angled forward. Yeah. It's almost like she's doing a double Heil Hitler. Well, it's funny because uh, Randy Quaid, his hands are on her arms. Mm-hmm. And he's like, just got that he's look of bewilderment yeah. on his face like, oh, God, this is it. We're really going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> but then Ruby Sue is like, look, look. And then she swears. It's like, no, we just saw Santa Claus. No, Santa Claus. Yeah. And he's like, no. That's a Christmas star. Santa Claus don't visit he- funeral. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Clark tells him, he's like, no, no, it's a Christmas star. It's like, yeah, it means different things to different people. 
Now tonight, I know what it means to me. And Ellen's just like, oh, wow. My husband. And sure enough, here's Uncle Lewis. That ain't the Christmas star, Grizz. It's a light from the sewer plant. And he's lighting his cigar and he's like, sewer gas. Don't drop that. And there it is again. Yeah. And his. That's when the sleigh, the reindeer and the, the sleigh goes Yeah, that he up totally in destroyed in his fit of rage. It was such a good fit of rage, too. Oh, like, I love how he, like, kicks the Santa off of it. And it's not <laughs> even a full Santa. It's just like a half. It's just a, the torso. <laughs> yeah, what if it was a torso? Yeah. Well, and the head. <laughs> but then it's like, that's when Bethany starts singing. <laughs> the national anthem. Yeah. And, and the rocket's red glare. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is oh God, such a great ending. I mean, and I think what's great about the ending for me, at least, is it's just a solitary, like, pan out shot of um, Clark and the dog. This, the dog staring at Clark like, well, now what? Like, uh, eh, I don't know. I was kind of hoping you could tell me. It's funny because, like, Clark doesn't really acknowledge the dog per se. He does look down at him, but he doesn't pet him. Yeah. So he doesn't offer his hand. No. He's afraid he'll get snot on it, probably. Well, yeah. Probably. I mean, but what if he got snot on him? Yeah. That's a <laughs> lot of snot. <laughs> snot, snot, snot. But, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, aside from Home Alone, I mean, I'm pretty sure Christmas Vacation's got to be, like, number two for me. Yeah, I think uh, I've easily one or two. I mean, it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't watch Home Alone. I can watch Home Alone, too. But I, I honestly believe that this is probably my all-time favorite. At least when it comes to comedy. I mean, because, you know, there are other ones that are classics. like More like uh, sentimental kind of Christmas. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I love... Um, Christmas the, Story. Yeah, Christmas Stories. I mean, that's my all-time favorite Christmas movie. I mean, on Christmas Eve, I will watch 24 hours of a Christmas story. I, I mean, I put it on TV, and I do not change. Yeah, change it. But you'll shoot your eye out, kid. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so this is uh yeah, no, this has been a good one, a fun one to do. I've I've rather enjoyed this. Only because of the blessing. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, we wanted to do a second Christmas episode because why not? It's the the season for giving. Yeah. It is the season for giving and you know, we uh I mean, I enjoy doing this and I love doing this. And, you know, this is that time of year where, you know, I'm, you know, as you said it best, you know, we all just need to start coming together and doing better. And it's focus on things that, that are important, things that matter, you know, caring for each other and being respectful to one another. Yes. And, and you know, that's the stuff that really, really matters. Yeah. And... I mean, with that there, I think that, uh, you know, we 
we wish everyone a, a happy and safe holidays, a very Merry Christmas. And, you know, hopefully uh, we'll see you after. Yeah, I have a feeling the gift might might continue. Not necessarily in the form of another Christmas movie, but maybe we'll do a bonus episode before Christmas. Possibly. So think about that one, yeah. everybody. <laughs> And we will leave you with this. <laughs> Just for you. <laughs> All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Quotable podcast. Out. Out.